You are listening to episode 104 of the Remind Yourself podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, Mama Docs, and welcome back. This week, I have a fantastic treat for you. I love bringing on guests that are relatable and bring a certain level of knowledge and definitely this is going to be beneficial for your life. So without further ado, I'm going to say welcome to Dr. Ritu Sayal. Hi, I am uh, Ritu Sayal and I'm an OBGYN in Minnesota and I have been in practice for 20 plus years. I grew up, actually I was born in India, but grew up in Minnesota itself and became a doctor for so many reasons. But one of the biggest moments was learning about the effect of smoking and pregnancy. That was the moment that I said, aha, I'm going to be a doctor and I'm going to be an OBGYN. And that was a really long time ago, but here I am. And now my life is kind of shifting. I got a new side gig and that's why I'm on this podcast. And I'm also starting my podcast. So that's why I reached out to Michelle and said, Hey, I need some tips and tricks. And uh, then one thing led to another and here I am. So oh my thank gosh. You. I'm so excited that you're here. And I just want to like let our listeners know that we have been crossing paths for years in the hospital as a family mm -hmm. doc who was doing deliveries. I often needed to, you know, ask my OB colleagues for help on certain situations. And I always loved when you were on and could help me out. So I just want to thank you for that. You and all your OB GYN colleagues. That's always been very appreciated by us family docs and likely others. So thank you for that. And also a couple of years ago, before I stopped doing deliveries, I remember being in the, I was gonna say the doctor's lounge, but it's not the doctor's lounge. It's where mm -hmm. we sit and like write all our notes. And you said, I have this amazing idea. And over the years, this has transformed. And when we recently talked about this amazing side gig, as you call it, and I would say just an amazing opportunity for others to learn and grow. Um, and it's based in community. So why don't you just like dive in and tell us what you've been up mm -hmm. to? I love technology. And I feel like doctors just, we do not embrace technology. We're like 10, 10 years behind what every, the whole world is. And so for years, I've been either learning to code or learning, I can build a website, learning to podcast, just all these ideas come to my head of how can I leverage technology to bring this out to the world. And so great example today, like you hear all these doctors making courses, right? Because it's rote discussions. We keep saying the same thing over and over and over again. And the object of a course is to say the same thing over just one time and then get it out to the mass public, right? So that's a great example yeah. of leveraging technology. So my thing has always been, how do I get people together in a community, something like Facebook or something like whatever community people have out there. So the technology just hasn't been there. And I've tried building it from scratch. I've tried building it from no code scratch. I've done so many courses and everything. And finally, this May, this last May 2022, the technology just hit exactly where my level of knowledge could meet the technology that was available. 
And in May, uh, and I've been watching these companies, many companies for a really long time, playing around with their platforms. And in May, it all of a sudden just clicked. And I said, there it is. What I built was something around the concept of the red tent. So I don't, it's a historical, biblical Love it. concept. I don't know if it's true or not. Um, there's a book that was written. It's a fictional book. but So I don't know if this is true, but the red tent, the menstrual hut, the female gathering space, whatever it was, was a historical thing where women would go together, whether they were on their period or not, and they would share stories, talk to each other about bodily functions, talk to each other about reproductive things. And it was a space, a safe space for women within the village. That's the concept that I'm trying to bring back, but more on a global sense and online where we come together in a safe space, have community, have support, also have accurate information about their bodies. And modern medicine is not the end all and say all and be all, right? There's so many things that we don't know, but at least there's a lot of information that we have that we need to be giving to our patients and to the world as we speak. And when we walk into a room, right, as a physician, you know the most about your topic, right? When you when you're when I'm online or I'm on forums or whatever, and I hear just this nonsense, and I call it the internet of nonsense, mm, I just yes. shake my head and say, Oh my goodness. And I don't from my standpoint, there's so many things that we do in medicine that don't hurt people. Like, hey, I know it's been proven not to work, but I know it's not gonna hurt you, right? We're at a place in time right now where there's so many things that women are doing to their bodies that is actually hurting them because of the misinformation on the internet. So that's kind of the basic concept of where I'm coming from. Building a community called the Red Tent Community online where women can go and talk about their female health issues. Oh my goodness. I'm so proud of myself because I waited to speak because there was about three different times I wanted to interject. Number one, this is phenomenal. This is exactly what so many of us need, not only for our patients, but for ourselves. because mm -hmm. you are an OBGYN. So of course you just think about women in their bodies all day long. As mm -hmm. a family doc, I took care of a lot of women and, you know, in prenatal and all different ages of the stages of their life. And yet I do hear from other, even physician women who have different specialties that they are also a part of the like, what, what's the real information. So mm -hmm. I think it's going to be so helpful there. So I'm so thrilled. And we're going to talk more about it. Number two, I just want to say to all my listeners who often rage against technology and rage against the EMR, there's a different way to think about it. And I love that you are opening up and that you led with, I love technology because ladies and gentlemen who are listening, this is the era that we live in. We can either rage against it or we can figure out how we can use it better for ourselves. So I love that you led with that. And I think that's such a beautiful example. And thirdly, I love the name. I read The Red Tent years ago. I seem to recall, is it Anita Desai who wrote that book? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic the, book. Anita uh, Diamant, I think. Or it's, okay. Yeah. It's a it's a phenomenal book. It's been years since I've read it. Um, I'm going to read it again. And mm -hmm. I invite my listeners to to take a read as well. Okay. So back to this beautiful community, it sounds to me like it stems from a few different things. Number one, you want to bring people together and give mm -hmm. real information. So how is that going to work? What does your platform look like? So just to back up a little bit, the, the questions that I, once again, being online, listening, watching is there's so many things like why don't women know about their hormones? 
Why? Great question, because why is that? Probably patriarchal society. Sorry, got to sneak that in. Why don't women know why they bleed every month or not bleed every month? You know, why don't we understand our anatomy? And why don't we talk about heart disease? Like we always equate women's health with sex ed. And that has been a huge detriment to the women's health movement, right? So when I was in school, it wasn't health class, it was sex ed, right? So you would walk into the room. Now, how many 15, 16 year olds do you think would actually take that class seriously? Zero. And we've equated just women's health, having your period, reproductive, whatever, to equal to sex. And that has been a huge detriment. So why don't we know this information? Why do we equate just women's health with sex ed? And it comes down to a few things in my mind. Number one, the people who know the most, which is us and my street cred, you know, people say, well, how do you know that? Well, I look at 30 vaginas a day for 20 years. Yeah. That's my street cred, right? right. And I go online and I read about somebody who has a course on PCOS and their street cred is, I read a bunch of articles. So the smartest people in the room, which is us, don't have enough time to teach, right? We have enough time to walk into a room to make sure there's nothing that's going to harm them, fix a problem that they're having, but that piece of teaching about your hormones, about your anatomy, about why you bleed, blah, 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 we don't have enough time. We're in a situation where there's a lot of stigma and taboo. So I come from a culture where if you're on your period, you don't go to the temple. Why? I, why is that? That's just something that was told to me since I was a kid. There's lots of cultures like that. So it's a taboo topic. It's stigma. It's then you're embarrassed. And right. it's always equated to sex ed. And the smartest people in the room don't have enough time to teach you. So right there, lack of education. There's a whole amount of information about why that is. Right. So women are in a situation today. They've probably been their whole lives. They want information. So where are they going to go? They're going to go to the internet. To the Googles. And how many times have us doctors, like a patient says, I need a support group for endometriosis. Where should I go? And I kind of just shrug my shoulders and say, Google it. That's bad. That, yeah, but it's, all but it's the fact is that, again, you don't have 30 minutes to sit and chat with every patient about no. all of the teachings. Or or when they leave, if they have more questions, or if they, they don't even have questions, they just want support. They just want to talk to somebody who's gone through the same thing that they're going through, right? That's so right. A, so that lack of education then leads to misinformation. Now there's a rapid spread of misinformation today, and we all know it. And just the other piece of this that I feel is so important is that we're human beings and we like connectivity, right? Yes. And what's happened in the last 20 years, we've all become disconnected. Yeah. And particularly in the last two and a half, you know? Yep. Exactly. Whether it's, Mm -hmm. yep. Whether it's the internet, whether it's social media, whether it's our schools, whether it's COVID, whatever, no blame, no shame. It's, it is what it is, yeah. but we're human beings and we like connectivity. So the issues that I'm trying to solve are exactly that lack of education, spread of misinformation and connectivity. And the platform that I'm building on is a community where uh, you it's the, the company name is go gyno. 
And Love it. the community is the Red Tent community where you can go on. It's free of charge to launch or get on there. And there's a community where you can go and just chit chat with everybody who's ever on the app. There's a section for resources and learning, which I'll grow with time. And then there are groups based on what condition you have. So PCOS, endometriosis, pregnancy, preconception, postpartum. And as time goes on, I'll build on that. So I can foresee things like breast cancer group, ovarian cancer group, uterine, whatever. Well, as people will tell Infertility, me what they want. Maybe? Infertility. Yep. Yeah. People will tell me what they want. And I'm going to gauge it based on that. And there's also a group for doctors. So doctors can go on there and have their own little group as well. I've also included something called a steam room where you go in and you just vent and nobody can comment. Nobody can do share nothing. It's just go in there, tell us your experience, let it out, walk away. And so that's kind of the community that I'm building. What I'd like to do eventually is when there's enough people in the PCOS group to pull them out, if there's five or eight of them that want to form like a monthly meeting together to go through what they're going through, or infertility, or pregnancy is another one. There is some really good data out there about centering care around pregnancy. It shows much better outcomes. And centering care is where the pregnant women come together, and they're in the same stage of pregnancy, so they do their little exam and their blood pressure and fetal heart tones, and then they go into a separate room and they just talk about what they're going through at that stage of pregnancy. And that is called centering care. That has It's a proven model that has proven to have better outcomes and pregnancy outcomes and satisfaction with pregnancy. And, you know, just, just outcomes are better. Um, I think it's awesome because again, I, I mean, I... I don't remember. I don't think we did that on my residency, but I remember her hearing about it. So I think it's like brilliant because again, a lot of people have the same concerns. And what I found in the last year when I'm doing group coaching is that I bring these physician women together who think they're the only ones struggling. So to come together in community and have these shared struggles and, you know, shared wins, it's just, it's such a beautiful way to connect. So the fact that you're creating this for people who are in these times of life where they might feel all alone is so beautiful and fantastic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's basically my mission is to educate, cheerlead and support. And and so I'm not taking the place of a physician or the clinic visit, right? Because no, you still need that, of course. But this is kind of like an amplification of the message that perhaps you received for your physician. So again, we'll talk about how this should be used, but I could imagine there are going to be many physicians listening right now that are nodding their head and saying, that's exactly it. I would love to be able to sit and chat with them about PCOS. Instead, I maybe give them a handout, but now they could say, hey, go check out this amazing app where you can get ongoing support and increased knowledge and education. It's going to help us do our jobs better, Mm -hmm. ladies. Well, I can even see, for example, PCOS is one... 90% 90% of, not 90, 80%, 80-20 rule, right? We learned that in med school and residency. Yes. So a lot of them, you know, need to have lifestyle changes, right? So when I say to a PCOS patient, you know, you need to lose 15 pounds, see you later, bye. What is the likelihood that she's going to be able to find that support in her family or friends or online or Google, whatever? Probably not. And so I'm hoping, I hope, 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 I cross my fingers that that person could come to an app like this, join a group that's PCOS trying to lose weight, 
who meets on a monthly basis just to support each other and talk about tips and tricks and hold each other accountable. I'm, I'm hoping that the long term there's better outcomes, but in the beginning, I had to start small and get yes, people talking on the same platform. And it's going to be, you know, monitored by you. And there are going to be other physicians like myself and all these people listening kind of be like, Hey, I want to join and be a part of this community. So that's going to also keep, you know, the misinformation at bay. We went through all this training and residency and who better than you and I to be sharing our knowledge with people who don't know. I know that there are online support groups, but who knows what misinformation might be going around. I've had patients come to me with sheets and sheets of things that they've printed out. That's just all kind of made up, in my opinion. The, uh, what I, once again, I call it the internet of nonsense. <laughs> I love that. The internet it just is. of nonsense. And, and once again, it's and it can a, be dangerous. It can be. It harms. It can harm people. It, our role is to give people the information. The people, the patients are the ones who are making the decisions, right? Yeah. And And if they're making decisions based on misinformation, that can harm people. And, you know, and, but our job is just to say, here, let's educate you. Let's draw some pictures. Let's show you what happens when you take route A, take route B, whatever. And once again, I'm not giving medical advice at all. This is not changing what their doctor said. It's just being more of support and just educating of how the body works, basically. So good. So one other just clarifying question, like there'll be these groups where people can chat and share things and, you know, doctors, other people can give their expertise. Are there going to be like learning? So just like you'd say, like, I'd love to sit down and talk about PCOS. So for instance, could someone go in there and learn about PCOS Mm -hmm. 101 Mm -hmm. somehow? I have like five mini courses. I'm not going to build these massive courses. Got it. They're very basic and they are I have one just about birth control. Here's here's birth control options. I have another one about just anatomy. And here's the anatomy. And I have another one about menopause, what's menopause and the common myths around menopause. I do have a PCOS one. I'm working on endometriosis. So there'll be basic, very small courses. Not like you would go online and go. Well, they're not going to get their master's degree. Yeah, they're not going to get their master's degree in in, uh, contraception. But yet, I think that's so helpful because even though I would take the time and explain things, people often want to learn more. And so Mm -hmm. for any standard patient, I'm thinking of young women, like this is going to be phenomenal for them to learn the real information and the anatomy and see these things, learning it from a physician. So good. Yeah. So part of why I, this concept came to mind. So my daughter is in college, she's 19 and every week she and her friends would be calling me and it would be one friend that would be on FaceTime and all of a sudden right behind them would be five listening to the same conversation. And it was, it was very basic stuff. Like how does birth control get rid of acne? And do you think I should do that versus Accutane? And of course, I'm not going to tell them what to do because the dermatologist said you should be on Accutane, but I said, here's how they work. And now you go and talk to your doctor about which one you want. I had one of them ask me whether she could get pregnant in a swimming pool. I won't forget that one. And these are 18, 19 year olds. Yeah. Um, I've had, you know, just they just randomly will call me for interesting questions that I'm Either they're going to call me or they're going to go to the internet yeah. or they're going to talk to each other and, oh yeah, I think that's what I heard. Or, oh, you think I I heard that? Oh, so-and-so said that. And so they, 
part of this, why this came to my mind was exactly that young adult women who don't know where to go for that information. When I first started the app, I actually divided it between young adults, in-betweeners and menopause. And then I switched it out and said, all right, I'm just, I'm not going to delineate between age, but yeah, that young adult population has a nice spot in my heart. There's a lot to learn and how wonderful to like, you know, start your young adult life understanding because some people don't maybe have the information at home or they don't feel comfortable bringing it up to their physician. I always tried to lead early on with the kiddos that I saw, like, hey, you can talk to me about anything, you know, that sort of thing. But of course, everybody's different. And a lot of times, some of these things feel uh, more uncomfortable for people to bring up. So to have a safe place to go, to look, get reputable information, and a community is so brilliant. What else should people know about this? What else do you want to share before I say, like, how do people get on this? We will share all this information, listeners. What else would you love to share about it? I hope and I don't want any woman to feel like they can't ask a question and learn about the function of their body. I also hope that people understand that the the female health cycle, and I know we always call it the female reproductive cycle, the female health cycle, there's like different stages, right? So there's the nine to 18, and then we'll go from the twenties and the thirties and then the over, you know, thirties to fifties is another stage. And then fifties and older is a whole different stage. And each stage is just different. It's so different. Like, because we're amazing and unique ladies. Totally. It's so different. And that's the, that's the piece that I hope to get people started young, get people started older, wherever they fit into this whole pattern or wherever they're at to get them learning about what's going on. And it's, it's not that hard. Like it's, this is like easy to teach and it's rote learning. It's, this is why you get your period. This is why you go through menopause. This is why this happens. This is why your vagina is a self-cleaning oven. All this bacteria is in there. This is why women get UTIs. Like there's so much out there that is easy to learn. So I'm hoping that people come there to learn it, come back when they need something at a specific time in their life to get into a group if they need to. People don't have to ask questions. They can just watch. You don't have to do anything. You can just come to this app and just learn, watch, walk away, come in, contribute, don't contribute, do whatever the heck you want. And I'm hoping that instead of going to the internet of nonsense, eventually it will grow to a platform where, you know, you'll type in UTI, hashtag UTI, and five articles come up about UTIs, you know, how they're treated, what they look like, what medications are out there and and uh, make it so simple and easy to understand. I want to incorporate a podcast because I like stories and I love the history of things. So my, one of my first podcasts that I recorded is called the pill and the pound and this whole controversy over the pill causing weight gain. And we hear, I hear this probably five times a week, 10 times a week is the pill going to make me gain weight. And so I went in and I dug deep into why do people think that like, who, who spread this? Yeah. And there's a reason. There is a reason why this topic continues to live on and there's data behind it. So my first episode is about, or my second or third episode is about the pill and the pound. I want to delve into the history of the speculum. There's a massive history around the speculum. And it is, it's embarrassing. It's a little embarrassing, but where did the speculum come from? I know the answer. I've Held one in my hand and used it many, 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 many times. 
there's a I do not know the history. Interesting. Yep. See, now you're making me curious. Ooh, I got to take a listen. Yeah, there's so much history behind how we got to this point in medicine. And obviously, I can't share stories of patients, but I can take 10 patients and put them together into one and come up with a story about somebody who has irregular periods or PCOS or endometriosis or whatever, and kind of weave a tale regarding what that looks like, what questions patients ask, and what are the treatment options and things like that. There's so much that I want to do now with history, with stories. And I found for me, this is actually fun because I'm not a creative person. I don't know many. Well, I think you are. I think you are. I just think that you have a certain idea of what creative is. Cause it sounds to me like you created an app, you've created a podcast, you love stories, you sound creative, but yes, I understand that in the traditional sense, it doesn't feel. No, we're just, we're rote learners, right? That's how we got to this point. So This stuff, even it's just, it's just been fun. The, my creative side of my brain has been like, wow, this is kind of fun. Yes. So. And you are creative. You were showing me pictures of like things that you were going to be sharing on Instagram. Ladies, it is phenomenal. Like check it out. It's so good. So good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it. I want to educate, support, cheerlead. I love it. And remind me, what's the name of your podcast? It's called Hello Go Gyno. Hello Go Gyno. I will have a link in the show notes for that. And mm-hmm. what about the app? When people hear this, they're going to be like, I want that for me. And I want to be able to share that with my patients. How do people so, get that? Right now, what I am doing is doing a pre-launch email list. Okay. And my plan is to launch it April 22nd. And of course, all good plans never ever might be in May. Who knows? But that's the intent. And I'm trying to get names on an email list. So pre-launch email list. So that when I launch, I will send out a blast email saying we're launched and here is the website. And then here are the links to the app store because it will be in the app store and the Google store. And yeah, I would love everybody to join. And I'm hoping to, these are my ideas, but it's not my community. It's your community. And so it's our community. I would say it's our community. And so to get on that pre-launch email sequence. So the people have first access to this app. They can check it out, see if it's something that resonates with them and they want to share with other patients. By the way, I think you're going to want to put a link saying sign up here. So the link, if you just click on the link, the little blurb will come on and then it says sign up here. And this is just your email for me to send you when we launch. And it's just your first name and your email. Fantastic. What else didn't we cover? We talked about a lot. I'm mm-hmm. super excited about this. I think this is going to revolutionize the way that we provide medical care to our patients. I mean, to be honest, this is like, I think just the beginning. And again, maybe there are other people who've come up with creative things like this, but I haven't seen it. And so to have an app that can be for patients and for physicians and other healthcare providers is going to be phenomenal. And so easy for the people. They have their phone mm-hmm. in their hand and in their pocket all the mm-hmm. ding dong day. So like when they have a question or these teens are together, instead of like TikToking or snapping their friends, when they're starting to talk about their periods, they may be like, Hey, wait a minute, let's go check out the app. I love that. There is a part of the app also called submit a question. Okay. Where that'll be interesting. Yep. It's anonymous. So I have no idea who is submitting it. And once again, I keep, uh, there's a caveat that says, Hey, I can't give you medical advice except this there's a way to submit questions as well and anonymously. So you don't I can imagine the that. teenagers are going to love yeah. that because Absolutely. they might not feel comfortable 
you know, going to their Absolutely. mom or talking to their Absolutely. healthcare provider. So, so another piece of this too, that because you have a physician audience is I'm hoping that other physicians choose to do something like this yes. because you have a patient population that believes in you, that follows you. They don't come to your clinic because you're part of health system A. They're coming to you, not because of health system A. That's right. Um, I'm hoping that physicians are able to build their own community with their own patients off of Facebook, off of wherever it's at. And it's not that hard. I'd love to launch mine and then help other physicians do the I same. I was just going to say, you could be the leader of this. Yeah. I would love for physicians to be able to do this with their own patients. And there's a, there's a huge push. I don't know if people go online with uh, physician groups, but to own yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. You are your, you are your best representative and to build a brand around you and not around the system or whatever you're part of. You are the brand. You are the reason people are coming to the clinic to see you. Does that make sense? 100%. And, and I hope physicians kind of jump onto this because you do say the same thing every single day, five times. Why not say it one time? And when your patient says, you know, I want to learn about this, you can say, here you go. That's Here's right. My... And they can listen. They can listen to exactly. it five times. No problem. Exactly. But it's going to be such a beautiful way to give real, true information to our patients. And again, mm-hmm. I could see this happening in all kinds of different categories in medicine. And again, oh, gosh, yeah. you're just giving the best of yourself to your patients, but it's not going to be more work and exhausting. Yeah, there's a startup energy, right? Mm-hmm. However, we have to figure out how to work smarter and not harder. Because mm-hmm. the patients are demanding more of us and asking more questions yep. and sending more and more patient messages. And my listeners know that I am all about boundaries and taking time for us. This will be an opportunity to share all this amazing wisdom and not on your mm-hmm. time. I agree with that. And be your own brand. You are your own owner. You own yourself. Yes. And I think we forget because we get lost in the shuffle, but just to remember these patients are coming to see me because we've Mm -hmm. connected and I've given them, you know, amazing care. Yep. So I hope that physicians realize that the technology is finally there. You don't need to be a coder. You don't need to have gone to website development school. It is all there and it is not that hard. It's not to build your own brand in your own community for your own patients and for your sanity too. Yeah. You want, you no, want to spread the word that you're doing a new procedure, click done. You yes. want to tell people, you know, about a new medication for whatever infertility, bam, there it is. I love that. And, oh my gosh. And, and so like, if someone's listening, thinking I want to do this. I could totally do it, but I'm terrified. Mm-hmm. What would you advise as like their first step? I would advise that, like I say, I think community is where it's at today. And I, I think you need to figure out how, what you want in your community. What are you giving to your patients? What is it that you're teaching? What is it that you're trying to get to them and figure out exactly what your problem is, which I can already tell you your problem. We don't have enough time. Right. We say the same things over and over again. There's misinformation in the world and it's only growing and it's harming patients. 
and we're disconnected. That that's our I'll give you the problem statement right there. That's yeah, the yeah, problem yeah. statement. That's the problem. Yeah. So if someone says, "Okay, I want to do something." Again, I'm just going to tell you that like developing a course for other physicians to do this would be incredible, but that's not happening yet. I don't want to put more work on your your plate. Mm-hmm. If someone wanted to reach out and just say like, "Hey, absolutely. I Can would they love send you a message. I would love to empower any physician that wants to do this. 100%. So good. Absolutely. So good. Give them my information and I Perfect. will do Zoom. And, and, and then I hope that they let me know about it and I invite them on the podcast because again, I'm all about sharing really awesome and relevant information with my listeners. And I love amplifying awesome work. And this to me, I mean, again, I just can't sing the praises enough. I'm like, this is the future of medicine. Yes, of course, we still need to see our patients and touch our patients and be with our patients. And yet they deserve and want more from us. And this is a beautiful way to do that along with the community. So I'm not going to keep reiterating what you said, but I just think it's so brilliant that when I heard about it, I was like, oh my goodness, you need to come on my podcast and share this with all of the people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Super excited. Before we wrap up, anything Mm -hmm. else that we forgot to talk about that you think would be important for my listeners to hear? I think we got The main thing is this is going to be an amazing community for patients and healthcare folks. And it's going to be coming soon, coming in like a month in April. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I will have a link in the show notes that you can sign up to get the first email with all the uh, app information. Is your podcast live or will that be coming to the end of April? I I haven't decided that. I have a couple yeah. episodes done. No problem. I haven't decided exactly when that's going to launch. If they're on the email, will they get all that yeah. great information? If they are, I will put that in future emails. You are correct. And I don't know. I think with my podcast, I'm going to spend a little bit more time on the problem and then jump into other things. But I want to lay out the problem in a larger sense, which I've described the problems. Yeah, um, fantastic. On, on podcast. Yeah. And again, no, I want... Be- I hope I'm, I'm hoping it takes off. Who knows right now? I the, think it will. I think it will. Family and friends. <laughs> so. No, I think it will. And my listeners are amazing. They are amazing, phenomenal women. And I know that there are men that listen as well. Hello, dad. He's listening up to the end <laughs> and they also want to support amazing ideas like this. So I imagine that they're going to also jump on the supporting bandwagon because we women, when we empower one another and amplify each other's amazing messages, like we are going to be the change that we need to see in medicine. I keep saying it, but I totally believe and I see evidence of it day after day. So this is an amazing idea. So all you women, we're going to band together, link arms and just like raise this up. And this is going to be the way that we, the new model of giving information to the world. And I think physicians, you guys, you're so dang smart. You've done so much. And you are so smart and you have like, we're so inundated with day-to-day stuff. It's time to kind of embrace technology and say, I can use this to the benefit of myself and my patients. And it just, it's, I'll show you how to do it. It's not that hard. I'll show you how to do it. You know, I had a physician reach out to me last night about Canva and I'm like, absolutely. I will show you how to use it. I'll show you how to use you know, I have so many different things that I've learned how to use um, video. Um, you know, people say TikTok and I'm like, it's not that hard. It's TikTok is not just for kids anymore. Where we need to be is where people are going on a day-to-day basis. I love it. I think we that's need a to be there. I think it's such a beautiful way to like 
wrap this up is to embrace technology. And again, I know that that for many people, technology in your mind, it's just the EMR and that leaves a very bad taste in your mouth. Let that go, put that to the side. It's not going to go away, but there's so many other ways that can make your life easier. And Ritu is showing us the way. So thank you for coming on today and sharing this amazing new program that you created. I hope you guys join. The Red Tent community, ladies. Yes. I hope you guys join and I hope it uh, gives value to people, even all of us, patients, whoever, whoever needs support. I know that it will. I can seeing into the years. Like I can see it already. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. And once again, anybody who wants to reach out, just reach out. And I think Michelle has all my information and I am more than willing. Perfect. I will put links in the show notes. And until next week, everybody, peace and love to all of you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.